to unitedinstitute.org podcast where we feature successful professionals and scholars. Welcome to the first unitedinstitute.org podcast. I am Sadir Farjo. Today with me is a former Oxford University Fulbright scholar. Jeffrey G. Nutt is an award-winning attorney and seasoned management consultant. After leading a multi-million dollar corporate turnaround and winning the first test case of its kind in the nation, he was selected by the State Bar of Michigan Board of Commissioners as one of the two practicing lawyers and two judges to receive an annual State Bar Champion of Justice Award. Champions of Justice must demonstrate integrity and adherence to the highest principles and traditions of the legal profession superior professional competence, and an extraordinary professional accomplishment that benefits the nation, the state, or the local community. Jeff, would you like to add anything to that? Yes, I am happy to be the only attorney in the state, by the way, named Nutt, although there are probably about 10,000 other lawyers that live up to my family name every so often in the state of Michigan and around the nation. I'm so happy to be here. We had a, uh, another um, interesting development as I was getting my training. I sold door to door with the Fuller Brush Company to pay for college. And uh, before I went to law school, I became bionic. I had bilateral total hip replacements. So now everything's been hip ever since. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess you're no longer a door-to-door salesperson. What do you currently do? Well, they sometimes they call me a hippie for that reason. But in any case, no, I'm a legal, I'm a legal and an education advocate. What is a, a legal and education advocate? Well, do? as as a legal uh, advocate, I obviously uh, administer a team with Jeffrey G. Nutt and Associates PLLC, which. Uh, has been around since 2008, and prior to that, uh, managed a multi-million dollar uh, public interest law firm in the city of Detroit and the vicinity with four offices serving over 10,000 people a year. And um, as an education advocate, we're participating in the formation of our illustrious United Institute uh, that is uh, also one day hopefully going to be a college and one day an actual university. Anything is possible. Well, what is then your most challenging professional and academic experience? And what did, and you know, what did you learn from well, that experience that led you up to, I mean, obviously, I mean, right now everything sounds great, but it wasn't always so great, right? Well, actually, uh, when I took over as the first Caucasian and only Caucasian uh, non-Hispanic director in the history of Neighborhood Legal Services Michigan, some wondered um, if I could survive. And what I found was the first thing we had to do was overcome a deficit of a couple of hundred thousand dollars in the first year and turn that around. And we ultimately ended up stabilizing and growing the institution uh, to be able to do services in more than 50 different schools and communities throughout the region of Southeast Michigan. Some of the work that we did attracted national attention. It was a lot of fun. And ever since, uh, we've been doing stuff as well with the Fulbright Association that earlier this year uh, elected me president as the Michigan chapter of the Fulbright Association. That has been fun as well to get Fulbrights involved 
in the community and uh, engaging international scholars and students and distinguished teachers from uh, more than 50 nations uh, that come to Michigan every year. And we host them and, and interact with them and uh, create and build connections. And it's a blast. Well, for, for our guests who don't know what a Fulbright Scholar is, for our listeners who don't know what a Fulbright Scholar is, what, 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 is, what, what does it take to be a Fulbright Scholar? Well, a Fulbright grant uh, has been awarded more than 300,000 times in the last 69 years and given to about 100,000 Americans, uh, several thousand every year, about 5,000 overseas that come to America. Several thousand Americans are sent overseas to other countries to either study or work or do research. And it is the flagship international academic exchange program of the United States government. And to qualify, one has to actually be approved by delegations from two nations in order to be selected for the Fulbright. But one thing I've learned is uh, that there are several unwritten selection criteria. And one of the one of those is a person needs to be flexible, and the other one is they need to be gracious. So those are the qualities, uh, the Fulbright qualities that we aspire to achieve uh, throughout the program and throughout our interaction with scholars and professionals, including lawyers, uh, physicians, PhDs, and others uh, from here and around the, the nation and the world. Well, that's fascinating. You know what? We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back with Jeffrey G. Nutt. Do you love your lawyer? Jeffrey G. Nutt and Associates PLLC uses the law to help businesses and individuals throughout the world. Visit jnutlaw.com or call 248-220-1501. UnitedInstitute.org is pleased to offer a series of self-paced online courses and simulations that help professionals become effective, productive, and creative. Visit UnitedInstitute.org. All right, we're back. Jeffrey, what is your greatest challenge? What is your current greatest challenge? We talked about, you know, your previous, we talked about your previous history, but what right now is your current greatest challenge? Probably the current greatest challenge uh, may be to do what I alluded to earlier, and that is participate in the formation of, of an institute that becomes a college, that becomes a university, but not just any university, a university that is a bit like an Ivy League on a shoestring. That's a challenge. And we have, fortunately, um, some awesome examples of legendary schools and institutions and uh, teachers and administrators that we connect with and are participating with as we uh, move forward with that very seemingly daunting challenge. Wow. What, what, I guess, what is one thing that makes, you know, that makes you really passionate? What, what is your most, what is one thing that you are most passionate about? Uh, well, I would have to say um, I am a relentless innovator and I totally am sold out on the notion that we need to continue to transcend our previous levels of achievement nonstop. And if we are breathing we have something to offer to this world. And, um, and when we do 
do reach out and connect with others. We have got to learn how to deal with people. And we absolutely must, to achieve our potential, we must find how we can make other people like us along the way because they've got to have some fun with us and enjoy interacting with us and and joining us and inspiring us to move our communities and our nation and our world forward. Throughout your life, did you ever have an aha moment, a moment where you're like, you know what, now this makes sense? <laughs> well, I have to say, when I was 29, I thought to myself, when I went to a wedding reception, uh, I bumped into someone and, and the gentleman said, you know, Jeffrey, you know, basically it's up to you whether you want whether you actually get married and I had always thought ideally I'd like to get married before I was 30 and lo and behold it happened later that year when I was engaged to Myra Dr. Myra Troya of Panama City Panama who I met on Capitol Hill and that is where we were married uh several months later nice well, I mean, it's, 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 you've had a really interesting, a very, very interesting life. And, you know, uh, is there like a quote or a theme that you would like to offer our guests like or and listeners uh, to kind of, I guess, is there something that, you know, a mantra that you would, uh, you know, that you live by? Well, yes, I have a quote that I unfortunately don't know the actual author's name for but it's one that I discovered and have always embraced since I had an internship in the US Supreme Court prior to my graduation from college actually I was so fortunate to have had experience in all three branches of the federal government before I graduated from college but one because one of them was in the quote in in, in one of the many quote books that they have at the Supreme Court in the library there and it goes this way it says an educated person is not necessarily a university person but a person with certain subtle spiritual qualities that make him happy when alone calm in adversity just in his dealings rational and sane in all the affairs of life oh that's 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 a very beautiful quote hmm. well a lot you know that you're since you're imparting wisdom on us could you recommend a book for our listeners? Well, I have to say one of the most influential books, if not the most influential secular book uh, that I've ever read in my entire life would have to be Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. Someone went to buy that. Actually, Myra went to buy that over in Chicago for me one time. And she said, I, I, I need to get this book. My husband's been checking out of the library in Detroit all all these uh, months for several months and I, he, he's been late a few times we're getting tired of these fines so we need to get the book it's something like how to win friends and influence your enemies the, per <laughs> the person in the bookstore said no you must mean how to win friends and influence people she said yeah that must be it <laughs> so i've read that book reread re the book and um in the course of my career uh, and reading that book and rereading that book, learning how to interact with others in productive and mutually beneficial and fun ways, uh, I have seen 
a situation, uh, my management skills and leadership skills uh, transformed. And um, no longer do I have people um, crying about how hard it is to, to deal with Jeffrey in the office uh, before the human resources administrator. Instead, I've had people uh, contacting me from all over the country at different times to uh, to request employment uh, and and service with the teams that I've been very privileged to work with. So prior to that book, you actually had some people. Uh... <laughs> yes, my the first office manager that I brought on board with my first law center that I managed, uh, the first full service law office for children in Detroit, actually. Uh, she, she, uh, after she left, I later learned she had been going down to human resources and in tears saying, it's just so hard to work with Jeffrey. I had no idea. I was, I was violating the first principle of Dale Carnegie. Don't criticize, condemn, and complain. I was kicking over the beehive, sometimes saying, uh, criticism that was like salt in the wound. And that is not the way to, to win people over to, um, in, to endear them to you, shall we say, so that they will want to work with you. They will be inspired to uh, work with you and serve with you and sometimes follow your lead and open up and share with you uh, when certain things need to be done differently in a way, way that really uh, resonates and makes a great impact. Jeff, ever since I've known you, you've had many, many electronic and online resources all over. Uh, I've, I've seen you use anything from go to a meeting to having to designing your own um, websites to having others design it for you and integrate, you know, some new technological advances. You even have, uh, you know, a, your law practice is run through a server. I mean, you have so many electronic and online resources. What can you recommend? Well, one of the things I recommend is you bring on board someone who's more of a geek than you. And that happens to be you, Sadir Farjo. And I thank you so much for what you've done to help us get to what we've been able to achieve in these last number of years. And not the least of which has been uh, managing an intellectual property portfolio of trademark and copyright works in about 30 different countries. Uh, and I, I would have to say some of the uh, some of the programs and the software that I have really become attached with are um, items like the, the, the Google Docs, the Google Forms, Sheets, uh, as well as obviously uh, the technology that is available through your smartphones, or if not iPhones, and I've used both. Um, and then, of course, um, uh, some of the some of the other um, online services like Citrix, GoToMeeting.com. Uh, uh, we may be um, using their GoToMeeting, uh, GoToWebinar um, in the in the near future. But in any case, um, you know, when you are leading teams that sometimes include people scattered from here to who knows where. And uh, we've, we've worked with many teams. I mean, we've had clients all over, you know, we have dealt with, when we were managing the IP portfolio, we have, we've dealt with people in, you know, Thailand, we've dealt with people in in Japan, we've, we've talked to people all over, I mean. Exactly, China and so forth. So we know, um, we know that the capacity to have online communications, audio and visual connections as needed, those 
can really save a lot of time, a lot of money, uh, and the ability to sh share screens in the midst of a, of, of a meeting is really, really important. Or transfer control from one speaker to another, or transfer control of the keyboard and mouse that you may have that someone else uh, may, may, may need to use because of their, their particular uh, skill set in composing something online. So um, the screen sharing features of the online meeting service like GoToMeeting has really saved us a lot of time. We used to have monthly in-person board meetings for the Fulbright Association Michigan chapter. Those now have all gone online. Nice, nice. Now, Jeffrey, you seem to be in all these, in, all, in so many different areas. You're in the Fulbright Association. I believe you're still the president, correct? Yes, of the chapter. Of the Michigan chapter, chapter, of the Michigan chapter. You are, um, you know, you have, you're starting this university effort. Um, you are, you know, the president of your PLC. I mean, what is, how can we connect with you? I mean, how could our viewers, uh, listeners, connect with you is there something uh there's some place online that they could reach you yes unitedinstitute.org is the best place generally where you can connect with us uh, unless you happen to be a legal uh, client or have a law related matter that you're contacting us about that uh, best uh, site would be jnutlaw.com that's j-n-u-t-t law Com. What kind of cases do you handle mostly? Well, uh, mostly cases involving the unmet meeting the unmet legal needs of individuals, families, and businesses. Uh, so those would include things like business formation, uh, as as well as things as, as diverse as uh, children's and adult social security claims and appeals. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we do provide some uh, services in the family law area. Okay, and obviously you also do intellectual property, as you mentioned, handling such, uh, since you, you know you have handled such huge portfolio. Um, okay, well I, I think uh, that about wraps up our time here. Thank you so much for joining us. You're more than welcome, Sadir. Thanks for having me. And everybody, stay tuned for future episodes. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something. This is Sidir signing off.